Good morning. We're starting at the bottom of Vav Amud Bet. We'll dedicate this year the Iluni Shmot, all the people who've been killed and died in this war so far, to the Tuim, should be healed in the Chatufim, should come back quickly. And that all our soldiers should be successful and should be safe and return home quickly. So we went two, three, four, five, six, seven lines from the bottom of the Amud there. We saw there, we'll, we actually, we said there like this, Rabbi Akiva, Me lo ba ketuva le gvot le nizikim na idit. V'chamak v'kava chome le hegdesh. She said, and kava chome me hegdesh. So the question that Gemara wanted to know was, when Rabbi Akiva said, kava chome me hegdesh, how much more so hegdesh has got the right? What are you talking about? My kava chome le hegdesh, what are you talking about? If our ox, gore ox that belongs to Hegdesh. So the Torah says there, Shor, Re'ehu, Amar Rachman. It says, Shor, Re'ehu. Ki gach Shor, Ish, et Shor, Re'ehu, Vamate. Whose ox are we speaking about? Your friend's ox. It's when you gored your friend's ox. Right, Amar Rachman. It seems like Shor, Hegdesh, even Patur. If your ox goes hegdish, the ox that I'm part of this pasuk, that you patur, you aren't called damaged. That going to be a kavachome. Elomar, so the said, no, what do you really want to say? She Elomar, harei alai, man in the Let's see what he meant with hegdish. Nothing to do with nazikin. It was about something else to kavachome from hegdish. The person said, harei alai, man in I'm donating money to bedekabayit. So once you made a debt, a commitment, you owe the money. Right, the Ati Gizbar, Vashak committed. Now the treasures of the Belabinas, they want their money. And you haven't been given the money yet. So they come and they attach your land. Which land can they attach, says Rabbi Akiva? Idit. That's what he meant when he said, Kavachomila Hegdesh. If you're paying out the damages from Idit, then certainly when you pay the Gizbar, the Belabinas, you've got to give me Idit. So you say, I don't understand. But how can it be? The Hegdesh, the best he is, just like any other standard creditor. And we know a din, and he has an important principle coming up, another Nazikin principle, good to remember this. A Baal Chov, a regular creditor. Where can he claim from? What land can he claim from? Be bad on it. He hasn't got rights on your edit. He doesn't have to go to Zibri, to the worst of your land. But the best he can do is take from you bad on it. So how can you tell me, Hegdesh, why is Hegdesh better than a regular creditor? Right, that's Rashi says, we learned this. The Gemara says now, Vechitaim. Now we know the Vechitaim, right? Vechitaim is a maybe. Vechitaim, a maybe. Vechitaim, you might want to say, Sorry, Rabbi Akiva, call Balchov, let me be it. Are you going to maybe think of Rabbi Akiva? No, maybe Rabbi Akiva's a dot yachid. Yeah, maybe Akiva's different. Up and now we thought that that, 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 that uh, Balchov pays out of bain on it. But maybe Rabbi Akiva says a chov is out of edit. Gemara says a combi. Why? Kilimifrach. We can easily refute, refute that. Where Mala Balchov, a Balchov regularly get paid from edit, from bain on it. She can you pay kochov and nezikin? We know when it comes to nezikin, what's it? Balchov, regular balchov, an individual, not hegdish. If there's damages owed to him, so where the damages come from? For regular balchov, regular guy, damages. Where do you pay damages out of? Come on. Where do you pay damages out of? Idit. Idit. Correct. Tomorrow be hegdesh or akov and zikin. You're gonna tell me now hegdesh, and when it comes to the zikin, they can't even claim. You're gonna tell me now that when it comes to uh, 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 as a as a creditor, they can go and they got a better situation than a balchov than a regular person. But their balchov is a regular balchov is me bain on it. 
Hegdesh who can't even claim the Zikin. They're going to claim a Balchov from Edith. Doesn't make sense. If the Gemara says, you're right. Lo'olam, really, what are we speaking about? The Nagach, Torah, the Torah, the Hegdesh. This is our question. We go back to the first principles. What is that? We're discussing in the shore world where our shore goes a shore of Hegdesh. And now, so we want to say, Rebekah says, there's a Kabachomer up here. And we're saying, how can we Kabachomer? There's no Hegdesh. Hegdesh doesn't get any damages. And we're saying, no, 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 no. Your question of Shor, Ayu, Amrachmane, below Shoshul Hegdesh, Rabbi Akiva, Savalak, Rabbi Shimon, Benassia. Rabbi Akiva holds differently. There's a Machloket. Rabbi Shimon, Benassia says, like this, the Tanya, Rabbi Shimon, Benassia, Omer, we'll see this later in Agamora, in Parak Dalit. Right, Rabbi Shimon, Benassia, Omer, Shoshul Hegdesh. This is how Rabbi Shimon ben Nasi explains the principle of Shor Hedyot. Because we said Shor Ayu. What Shor Ayu? Your Shor of your friend. Shimon says the follow. Shor Shil Hegdesh. Shinagach Shor Shil Hedyot Patur. Where is it Shor Ayu that you only Patur? When it's a Shor Ayu that goes your Shor. So when Hegdesh goes your Shor, Hegdesh is Patur. If the Gizbar takes out, he's the shepherd of the, 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 the herd of oxen out for a walk. And one of the ox smashes into your ox. He is patur. But on the contrary, if your ox goes the shore of Hegdesh, not only does a shore muad pay full damages, but even a short tam. If your shore was a short tam and go the shore of Hegdesh, you're going to pay full damages. That's what Shilasi says. What do you mean? Hegdesh is part, you exempt from, you don't pay compensate Hegdesh for damages. You're mad. On the contrary, if Hegdesh damages you, they exempt. If you damage Hegdesh, there's full damages from day one, even if your shore is a short time. That's what it means, Shore Ayu. And that's what Rabbi Akiva says. Rabbi Akiva says, Come on, Hegdesh. I don't understand. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. We saw Machloket yesterday between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shema. What was the Machloket? Let's go back quickly. The Machlok is like this. We said, Chava Mazik, Chava Mazik, Yubale. I'm Rabbi Yudan, not there. There was that. Let's I'm back now to just above the half of Vav Mubet, the middle of Vav Mubet. We said, we got a brighter. Quite a bright. Brighter said, the Pasuk said, May Tavs, the best of your fields and the best of your vineyard. May Tavs, the shall Nizak, or May Tavs, the shall Niz, or Mazik. That was the Machlok of Rabbi Akiva. Remember? Rabbi Akiva said, it's the Mazik. The guy who's causing the damage, you go after the best of his lands. And Rabbi Shmuel said, no, the guy who was damaged, the claimant, he's the guy, you look at what his lands are worth. So Gemara says, tell me something. We just now explained Rabbi Akiva's Kovachomit to Hegdesh is the coin to Shumanasia. What does he say? He says that when Hegdesh goes your ox, Hegdesh is patu. When your ox goes Hegdesh, so even if your ox was an ox tam, his chayv shalem uh, uh, nezek shalem. Says, maybe then we misunderstood the whole machloket if that's the case. Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel. Maybe they don't argue about whose uh, uh, land do you appraise, the claimant or the, or, the, or the guy who caused the damage. Maybe Rabbi Akiva agrees with Rabbi Shmuel that there you go after the claimant. And their machloket, because we know there's a machloket Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva with regards to this. Maybe the machloket is this machloket. And the machloket is who do we start with in the machloket of Rabbi Shmuel Nasi and Chachamim? 
And Rabbi Akiva says that the machlok that we saw with Rabbi Shimon Manasya, and when Hegdesh calls your ox, they patur, when you go Hegdesh ox, you always chayev. Chayim say no. When Hegdesh goes your ox, they might be chayev even. But when you go Hegdesh's ox, you patur. We're not about the first one. I said, but when you go Hegdesh, you definitely patur. Why? Because it says shorei. The Gemara explains. Rabbi Kiva says Rabbi Shimon Manasya. Rabbi Shmuel says Rabbi Nan. Why should that can't be the case? That can't be. Why can't that be? Just one second. Says because Imka in my law bar katuv, because when Rabbi Akiva Shmuel argued in the yesterday's daf, right? So Rabbi Shmuel said the Nezek Shenizak, and Rabbi Akiva made law bar law bar hakatuv el ligvot lenizak lenizaki mina idit. So what do you mean? The pasuk is telling us that mimetav sadehu is that you come and you claim the land from the guy's land, from the best of his land. So the Gemara is saying if they agree. With regards to the mazik and the nizak, it's all from the nizak and the machlokets regarding hegdesh, not regarding a hediot, the simple guy. Then what did it mean in the in the brighter there? Lo baha katuv. There it's clear that Rabbi Akiva is saying to Rabbi to Rabbi Shmuel, right? Lo baha katuv. Ella to teach me about metav sader of the mazik. Vaodi says. And if that's the case, if the machloket there is not about Hegdesh, is not about uh, the Mazik and the Nizak, but it's all about Hegdesh, then what did Rabbi Akiva mean when he said, Va'od, when he said, My Kalvachomer le Hegdesh, how much more so Hegdesh, which implies not only in this machloket, but Kalvachomer in Hegdesh. If the whole machloket's only Hegdesh, then what does it mean, Kalvachomer in Hegdesh? We're only discussing Hegdesh. Everybody got that clear, right? So, uh, Says Vaod and more so. Ha'am Ravashi. We've got another Makod. Ravashi said, Tani Behedu, we've got a Mufurash Brighter. That the Brighter says, May Tav Sadehu, May Tav Kamon Shalem. May Tav Sadehu shall Nizak, May Tav Kamon Shalem Nizak, May Tav Sadehu shall Nizak, May Tav Kamon Shalem Nizak, May Tav Kamon Shalem Nizak, Sadehu shall Mazik, May Tav Kamon Shalem Mazik. How can you say it? Rabbi, 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 Rabbi Ashi brought us a brighter where the brighter specifically says that Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Kiva are arguing. Rabbi Shmuel says, Metav Sadehu and Metav Kamon, the best of your fields, the best of your vineyards from the Nizak. And Rabbi Akiva says, the best of your vineyards, the best of your, of, of your fields from the Mazik. So it's Pashut that the argument over here is over the Nizak and the Mazik. And they don't really uh, solve that Machloket over here at all. And that's how the Gemara ends it over there, leaves it over there. So it seems that the Machloket really is about them. What did Rabbi Akiva say with regards to Kavachom Behegdesh? We haven't really seen over here. And, uh, and, uh, and that's, and that's, there's a toss over here. He also wants to try to say, I'm skipping over there. Says that the it seems that this, this, the fact that Yakiva responded to Rabbi Shmuel and says Kavachomer Hegdesh, Rabbi Shmuel might have agreed with him with regards to that Kavachomer if there wasn't a pasuk patting you all together. So it may be what Rabbi Yakiva might want to say is that uh, just like in Nezek, you pay the best of the Mazik, so to Hegdesh, you've got to pay the best of the Mazik. Rabbi Shmuel would say to him, what do you want? You part completely from, from, from Nezek to Hegdesh. I'm not sure that, that uh, we've got a proper answer on, on that. Okay. Go on now, carries on. 
Abaya comes to Rabbi and says, listen, Rabbi, we've got a stira. We've got a problem. What's the problem? On the one hand, the Torah tells us, It says you've got to pay from the best of your fields, the best of your vineyards. Right? So from the best of your lands and your fields, you've got to pay. You can't pay for anything else. It seems like you've got to pay from the best of your fields. It seems like you've got no choice to pay other than from the best of your fields. But says Abai to Rabbi, we've got a problem. What's the problem? Hatan, we've got a brighter. And he quotes a brighter over here on Daftet. We'll see it on, on, uh, on Shabbos. And what's the brighter? The brighter says, quotes a pasuk. It says, Rabbi Yeshalem, the owner of the pit will pay. Kesef Yashiv Livalav. He will give to the owner of the damaged party money. So make up your mind. Right? And he says, yeah, the price says, Yashiv, Lerabot, Shaveh Kesef. Vafilu Subin. What Subin? Subin is bran. Right? Even, even, like animal fodder. There was not even like fancy Kesef. Anything. Any, any, any commodity. So suddenly we got on the one hand, it says, Metav Sadeu, Metav Karboyo Shalem, for the best of your food, best of your vineyards, which we understand, it has to be Dafka land. On the other hand, the Pasuk says, Kesef Yashiv Levalav, even movables, even money, even commodities. Stira. So, 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 I don't know if it's Rav, it says, Lokash. Rav says, I don't know, it's a Bogdan Abaya. Lokash, not really a big deal. Why? Kan Midato, Kan Baal Korcho. says, it depends really how you're paying. Are you voluntarily paying? Would you know that you cause damage to the guy? You walk up to him, you say, I'm really sorry that my ox called your ox. How much is your ox worth? My ox is worth $1,000. The guy says, okay. And the dead ox is worth $200. Do you want to keep the dead ox? Do you want to keep the dead ox? Says, no, I don't want to keep the dead ox. Do you have the dead ox? Says, Thank you very much. You take the dead ox. Now you owe the guy $200. Says, you no problem. Come over to me over here. Right. And there's a bit of land of mine and choose my best lands. You can take $800 worth of land. Beautiful. Or you got to go to Baitin and sue the guy. It depends. Look at Rashi. Rashi over here. Uh, midato, he doesn't have to go to bed. So then the guy can even take money, even brand, whatever. You can pay me. You pay me dato, you can whatever you want. Third narrow line, the last third narrow line of the Rashi. See what he says over here? When it comes to paying voluntarily, then you can choose how to pay. You can pay from land, you can pay from money. But if I take you to Beitin, then it has to be money. So the pastor who says, Metav Sadehu, Metav Karmoyesha, from the best of your fields, the best of your, of your, of your vineyards, that's you paying voluntarily. But if it's not voluntarily, we're suing you in court, Kesef Yashiv Liv Alav, you're going to pay the guy money. That's how Rava answers Abaya. Right, so they come and I come with my Ula and Ula comes to support this. Ula says, Bread Ravila, they can have We can even see in the Lashon, even look at the Gabi Metav Ketiv Yashalem, the Mashmish Lamb Baal Korcho. That, uh, says, Avia Dictiv Yashalem, says, Kes Rad Metav Sadeo Metav Karmo Yashalem Baal Korcho. 
Now, I'll be very honest with you, if, you, if, if you're thinking like me, there seems to be a little mystery over here, because Yeh seems to imply that Baal Korcho means you have to pay with field. Where Rashi said a moment ago that if you're paying Baal Korcho, right, uh, what's right? It's just, uh, Baal Korcho, he says, and <laughs> So I'm not, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm not sure why they, but it seems like Baal Korcho, when the Torah says Baal Korcho, that's the field, but if you're paying voluntarily, you can pay whatever you want. I think that's, that's the way that we understand it over here. And he says, she said, because I'm going to buy, so I buy your object of the Ula over here. He says, what do you mean? Mikativ Yeshulam. Yeshulam, right? Mashway Dea Khairi means that the other people forced you to bait you in the Chazal, the Mazik. About Yeshalem, but who says it says Yeshulam? It says Yeshalem Kativ. If the Pasuk had said Yeshulam, Metav Karmo, Metav Sardeh, Yeshulam, then I understand that why would mean Yeshulam? The others forced you to pay, and therefore you're going to pay with the land. And then you can tell me Yashiv means Kesef is if he voluntarily paid. Doesn't say that. It says Yeshal. It says Yeshalem. Yeshalem means even midato mashma, even with, from your choice. The word is midas. El Amr Abaya Abaya like this kedemar. Abaya says, you know what? We can resolve this stira kedemar. Now Mar, when when Abaya mentions the word Mar, we know who Mar is. Right? Who's Mar to Abaya? Abaya's Mar is Raba. Remember, because Raba was Abaya's uncle. Remember, and Abaya was an orphan. And he lived with Rabbi, and Rabbi brought him up. He looked after him, and he was his teacher. That's so what we saw that he always argued with Rabbi. And then when Rabbi died, so he went over to Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi were, were colleagues. And then he basically his Rabbi became Rabbi Yosef. And Abai, remember, helped Rabbi Yosef being blind. Rabbi Yosef got his Torah, and Abai helped him remember his whole Torah. So Abai is really in the, in, the, in the house of Rabbi, and then in Rabbi Yosef. So he says, El Amr Kedamar. Look at Rashi. You know what? He doesn't like Rav's answer at all. Because Rav's answer is based on the concept of Yeshalem, meaning Baal Korcho. And Abai says Yeshalem doesn't mean Baal Korcho against your will. Even, that would mean Yeshulam. Yeshalem means even voluntarily. So the stereo, the Chakira between that when you're paying by choice, you're paying on, on purpose, it depends you're paying by land, you're paying by money, doesn't buy that. She said, but we can resolve this, the, the stereo. According to how Rabbi explained it, he says, "Kihai gavde the tutor Rabbi lehach the tani." Quotes Rabbi, bright from Rabbi. Says the Kenemar the Tanya harei shayulo batim sadot vekramim velo motzel mochran. So this is the bliyain harab, but this is like close to home, right? Where you, where you got fields and lands and properties and buildings, but you can't sell them. <laughs> okay, so now a guy can think he's rich. Okay, but we all know that you don't go to the supermarket with your title deeds. Right, when you've got to go to the supermarket and pay for goods, they want money, right? The supermarket says, God, show me the money. Yeah, well, look at all my title deeds. Look, I've got lots of land. It doesn't help anybody, right? He wants the money. says, so that's the case of, yeah. He says, you've got a guy who's got lots of houses and fields and vineyards, but he can't sell them. So, right? The Gemara says that you're allowed to give him, you can give him Masi'ani, you can support this guy. With with Masi Ani, with charity, Ad Mechza, what's Ad Mechza? Up to 50% of the value of his property. Right, because what's the din? The din is that only a person who's a poor person, by definition, can, can, can take charity. You can't take Masi Ani from people, their Masi, if you're a rich guy. Now, the Torah determined that if you're worth 200 Zuz, okay, it gives you an idea, right? Matayim Zuz. That a person, if he's got less than Matayim Zuz, so then that's a poor person. And a person who's got less than my time, Zuz, he can get Sadoka. 
person who's got my time, Zeus can't get tzedakah. So yeah, a guy's got properties, but he can't sell them. There's no market. So it says a Gemara, Ad Mechza. Right, look at Rashi here, Ad Mechza. Misha Yulosa, Dor Pativa Kramim, Shavim Atayim Zuz. There's Rashi, which is worth 200 Zuz. Okay, hold on, let's just mute over here quickly. Right. Right. Misha Yulosa, Dor Pativa Kramim, Shavim Atayim Zuz. Utnan Masechet Paya, Utnan Masechet Paya. Misha Yashlom Atayim Zuz, Lo Yitol Leket, Shichacha, Upaya, Umasher Ani. Person who's got turns who's can't get like, all the food that the poor people are left on the sides of their fields, or Marshani, why not? They love Anu. He's not a poor guy. It turns out he's stealing from the Anim. You don't need that money, to give it to the Anim. Right? Hayulo times Zeus Chaser Dinar. But listen to this. If he's got my times by let one dinar, in other words, he's got 199.999 Zeus. And give him a thousand zoos. So once he's a poor guy, there's no limit. A generous guy wants to give a poor guy money. You have to only give to a guy to make him rich, to take him out of the boundaries of, of poverty. If you want to give a guy who's poor a million dollars, give him a million dollars. It's Sadoka. So the guy's worth 199.99 zoos. You can give him a thousand zoos. That's the bottom. It's absolute. Either he's defined as rich or he's defined as poor. There's no... Uh, not proportional here. Right? Uh, now let's come to our case. I've had him in court, but he can't find a buyer. So therefore, here the girl is a little bit different. In a case like this, when the guy's got the assets, he can't sell them. He, you can give him my time, you can give him money up to 50% of his, of his, of his property. Right? In other words, Shaveh may 100 Zeus. And his Karko Tav, right? Yimkoi can sell those by Maya Zeus. Did Fabi Pagalo Zadi Lona, the Gorosik got the principle over here, less than 50% of your value, property never drops to less than 50% of the value. The, the, the Amoraim and Tanaim never did business in Romania. Okay? Vaharei, Yeshlo Matayim Zeus. Right? And now the guy's got Matayim Zeus. So that's our brighter. Our brighter says that the guy's got a property, right? It's never going to drop less than half. So if he's got my time, you can give him 100 zoos to Doka. Now let's look at, now that's the background to this Gamora. Now let's see what's going on over here. So now, I mean, we're trying to understand the stira between Meitav Sadehu and Kesef Yashiv. Either give you money or fields. Uh, so now it comes along over here and Rabbi asked the Kashi on this. Hey, Chidami, what are we talking about? What's this scenario? If the whole market, the whole world, all the properties have gone down, and he's also went down. So I feel like, give him more. Why are you limited to 100 zoos? Give him as much as he wants, as much as a poor guy, give him as much as he needs. Right? The Hazul, the Kulal Menami, because everybody's properties have gone down. So it's not just a situation over here which is unique to him. The markets have dropped. There's a crisis. There's a, there's a what do you call it? A Majber Kalkali. How do you say that in English? Uh, a, a what? What? An economic meltdown. Right? And, prop, and nothing's worth anything. So everybody needs Sudoka, Pliainara. 
different situation. Listen carefully. Listen to the what's going on over here. Really, other prices of property have gone up. But but this guy, I did the since people see that he's running around trying to beg for money. Zal his land has become has become worthless. Why is that? It's unbelievable this. There's no Rashi on this. But look at Rashi over here. It says, I feel it too, and there's no Rashi on this. But there's a Likud Rashi Baba Betsia. It says, People see this guy running around trying to find money. They realize that he's desperate. Now come out the wolves. Right? If this guy's desperate, even though the rest of the market prices are going up, people smell blood. And they said, let's just wait a little bit longer. This house is going to crash. You'll go inside and we'll pick it up for a mitzvah. Why go and buy, buy from him now? Says Rabbi, that's what's happening over here. People have recognized this guy's in trouble. And when he's in trouble, no one wants to help him because they all want him to collapse to get his stuff for free. So we've got a suggestion over here. Really, really, he's not a poor guy. Objectively speaking, his assets are worth more than 200 zoos. Not a poor guy. Just nobody wants to do business with him because they're all hoping he's going to collapse and pick up his properties for a deal. Right? So if that's the case, even a bit of Marseille we can't give the guy. And then think about it. Here's a guy who's sitting on a lot of property, but he's got no money. And Chacham will say, we can't give you Tzedakah. Because it's your bad luck, you the guy, not your properties. In, in objective terms, your balance sheet is a strong balance sheet. And there should be a good market for your properties. Just people don't want to support you because they're waiting for you to crash. That's just the way people are. Right? So Amar Mar Allah, and on that comes along Rabbah and says, Lord Shricha. Right? right? We don't need, in other words, what's the gene of our brighter? When does this din apply? He says, the Yomanisan Yakara art of Yomatisha Zala Arta. He says that's the principle of this bright is coming to teach us, really, a principle of when is a person considered an ani, when a person not considered an ani. Because we can see from here that their market forces and their periods and their cycles and their times and there's economic ups and downs. So really this whole thing is to teach us that if a person wants to sell properties, now Gabor is telling us that there's certain times of the year when it's more, uh, when, 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 when sales are, 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 are more prevalent. And, you, and it's quite amazing that, because here they're speaking about agricultural land. So for example, he says, Nisan, in Nisan, right? Nisan is like Pesach time, in the springtime, land becomes more expensive. Why? Because a guy can buy in the spring, and he can get a couple of crops in before the end of winter. Because he can, he can, he can, he can plow and he can plant and he can get hold the area. It will come winter and then and there will be rains and there will be another, another, another. If he buys only in Tishrei at the end of the rains or just when the rains are starting, he's missed that whole season. He's got to wait for that whole rainy season to go over. So he gets less uh, uh, time to use his fields. Right, it says, it becomes cheaper. And there, the Kulama Natria, this and that, everybody wants to wait until the summer months, the spring months to sell. Now, it's unbelievable. He says, Now, this guy needs money now. He can't wait until Nisan. It's in Tishrei. So, Zabin Kahashi is going to sell now. Right? So, a guy like that, so him, you can give him 50%, you can't give him more than that. So we're going to bring this back in a moment to our, to our Nezikin. Before we get to Nezikin, 
Because there's Tosfet Aviyah. Tosfet says, the Yom Nisan Yikar Tavim Tomar Hatenach Sadot. He says, we understand fields can appear as Kuntras. If he says, Yachrosh Bakayit, he can plow in the summer, be Yisrael and Marachishvan, and then seed in the Cheshvan. Elabatim, but how come with houses, he says, we've also got the same distinction in houses. With farms, we understand, because you can get an extra crop out of it. But how come even in houses, we say that the housing market is better in the summer and worse in the winter? He says, Ma Gesh Ben Ben Nisan Atish Rabbi Eshlomar. That he's saying it's even housing. In the summer, people want to rent. So if you want to buy a house to rent it out, you'll be happier to buy it in the spring or the summer because you'll be able to rent it out easily. In the winter, it's much harder to rent out. Now that is mamish haloha to this day. If you look, you'll find that people close their rental contracts in the summer because they want their kids to start school. In 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 uh, in uh, September, so June, July, August is a difficult time to find. A, I mean, easier for you to find a house for rent in the middle of the month, in the middle of the year. Well, not necessarily easier, but it's, it's there's less demand. Exactly the same to this day, right? So there are periods of demand. So now that we've seen all of this about Sadoka and about housing and about property markets, let's see how it applies to us. Remember, our question is: Wait a second, we've got a pasuk that says Yashiv. Which is Kesef Yashiv Libalav. Another passage which says, Metav Sadehu Metav Karmo. You've got to give the best of your fields, the best of your vineyard. And our buyer's question was, this is a make up your mind. Is it the best of your fields or is it money? Rather try to say that it depends if it's by force or not by force. We didn't like that. So now he says, but now we come back for Hacha, Nami Gabe Nezikit. He says, Rabbi says, this is how Rabbi solves the stira. When it comes to, to Nezikin, Dinei Be'idit. Right? The Pasuk tells us that you pay with it the best of the lands. Now, what if a guy says to you, You know what? I don't want it. Remember, it is expensive. So let's say that it, I don't know, is the best lands. And the best lands, if you, if you, if the guy, if you owe a guy 100,000 shekels, for the best lands, you might get two dunam. If you prepare to settle for bainonit land, you might get five dunam. If you want Ziburit land, the worst land, you might get out even 100 dunam. Depending on what it wants for. So you come to the guys, listen, I don't want Edith land. I want you to give me a bit more land and give me Bainonit land for the same amount of money. So says, says, says Rabbi as follows. Amar lay. So the Mazik will say to the Nizak, Listen, mate, your din, according to the Torah, is Edith. You want Edith? Take Edith according to the value now. Even though that the depressed market now, I'm going to give you more Edith than I would like to have given you. Because if you would have waited until the summer months when the Edith is worth more, and now you come to me in Tisha when, it's, when, the Edith, when the land prices are lower, I've got to give you more land than I would have wanted to. But uh, what can I do? The Torah says Edith, so I'll give you the Edith now. However, you want bait on it. Right? The Edith says, E shakal kedinak like you want. So I shakal kash take now. I've law, but no, but you want bait on it. Then I'm not giving you the bane on it according to the current market prices. Shakil Kiyukra de la We all know that in Nissan, we're in Tishrei now, in six months' time, the prices are going to go up. I don't know, on the average, we look at the index and we see the last 10 years, the, the price change between Tishrei and Nissan is 10% or 15%. I'm happy to give you bane on it, but let's gross up the value of the land by 10, 15%, and then we'll do the Cheshbon. And that's what he says over here is the difference between Yashiv Kesev Livalav or Metav Sadeh Metav Karmel. That's how Rabbi explains it. If you want to take it now, you talk to the idiot, I can't help it. I'll give it. You want more land. The moment you want to change from what it is, 
then we're going to start, we, we're going to do Cheshbon and we'll decide. So, if you want to take it now, you want to change the din, you want a bit more land, you want, to, you want a game farm, you don't care about the land, you want lots of land, then we're going to do the Cheshbon on, uh, on the thing. Okay, so, that's clear, right? Where you got that? That's straightforward, right? So, Rav Yaakov, he says, how can that be? He's got a cash with Rabbi's explanation. Because he says, Imken, Hurata Kochanchil Nezakin Etzel Benet Vaziburit. You've weakened the whole case of the thing. Because the Torah says, from the best, Vatamart, Mi Benet Vaziburit, Nami Lo. And the Torah says, you take from Zibur, from the best, from the idiot. And you're saying, you can't even take from the Benet to the Ziburit. Doesn't make sense. So he's got to explain something a little differently. If you want to compare it to something, it's not to Nizak, I'm going to com- then we're going to, if you want to draw an analogy, if your euphemism, he says, is to something, then let's compare it to the Balchov Medaminanle. He says, it's not the, nez- the Nezek. There you can't make up your mind. Well, the way that Rabbi explained it, the way that Abai understood Rabbi, doesn't buy it. He says, it's not talking about a Nizak. Because the Nizak has always got the right to go from, from, from Idit. Therefore, you can never say, if he wants Bainerit or Ziburit, you've got to give it to him in the, in the, in the, in the ratio because he's entitled to, 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 to the best. So we don't buy that. But he says, I, I, I accept that this, this principle can apply to a Balchov, to a guy, to a creditor. How does that work? He says, Balchov, like we saw at the beginning of the Amud, at the beginning of the Daf, a Balchov is by definition entitled to Bainerit. A guy you owe, is owed money, he can claim land from Bain on it. That's what he's entitled to. Now, if, just one second, it's my son. Hold on one second. Okay. Sorry. Uh, right, he says, if he says, you know what, I'm entitled to Bain on it, but I want lots of land. Give me a Ziburit rather. I don't mind taking bad land, give me more. Then I'm going to then you can say to him what we just said a moment ago. If you want to take what you're entitled to, take now the bandit. You want to start get clear with me, you want to start negotiating, you want more land, then we're going to revalue all the time. On that, he said, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense either. Why? Because if you're going to now start putting limitations on the guy who lent you the money, he owes you money, you owe him money. And you're starting to become a chokhmologia and telling him, no, you want to take what you want, you the bandit, you want more land, blah, 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 blah. He says, if that's the case, you're going to prevent guys from lending money, people who need the money. You've locked the door to those who need money. Why? Because the Amalei, what would the Balabite say who lent you the money? Say, if the money was in my pocket, I would buy from you, Ziburit, your worst lands to the value it is now. If the money was in my pocket, if you never owed me the money, it was in my bank or in my house, and I now wanted Ziburit, I could come to you and negotiate with you the best deal in the world for Zibur because you're the month of Tisha. There are no buyers. Hashtag the Zuzi Gabach. Now you got my money. You owe me the money. You got my money. Eskol Kayokin Lekame. You now want to start getting clear with me. You become the Balabai. It's on my money. Right? So I'm gonna, I won't lend people money anymore. So that's why he says, once you start doing that, you're going to start preventing guys from lending money and you can't do that. Ella Amar of Akhabaraydra Ika. So he says, I accept the principle about Ika Le Dimuye. If you want to tell me that there is a euphemism here for this principle of changing in the market and things get better when they get cheaper, is it time to tell a guy, come back later or either take what you can get today? I'll say that it can apply to a ktuba of an isha. The ha ktuba isha 
Kozreli, the Ketubat Isha, so we've learned, Nezek is from Idit, the best. Balchov, a creditor, is from Bainunit. A Ketubat Isha, if she wants her money land, it's Dina Beziburit. She Milechatchil is only entitled to the, to the worst lands that you've got. Right? Vi Amrelei, Ihi Havli Bainunit Batsipurta. Now the, 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 the woman comes to her and says, I want my Ketubah. You know what? I'm entitled to Ziburit. For Ziburit, in the equivalent of a Maktubah's worth today, I can get 20 dunam of Ziburit. You know what? Give me a little bit less land, but give me bane on it. Right? Then Amala, you can say to her, Isha kalt kedinach, shkol kedash. If you're going to take your Ziburit, take now whatever you're entitled to. But ilo shakle kiyoked lekame. If not, he says, ilo, then I'm going to negotiate with you and the higher prices what they would be. The Gemara said, listen, Mikoma kom kashia. However you look at it, doesn't make sense. Even, you know, fair enough, we understand that a woman who's getting divorced, mamashia doala tachia dala tachtona, and maybe here yeah, you're going to tell me that's, but even so, he doesn't accept it. doesn't like it. He says, Mikoma kom kashia. So I'm a Rava. So Rava says like this, call the Yahivle, mi meitav leitivle. Right? He says, whatever you're going to give him. So Rava comes along now after this whole discussion with Abaya. And all this Amamarayim, giving the only interpretation of it, and he says, I don't buy it. I don't like it that you can exploit anybody. If they talk to Ziburit, they must get their Ziburit. If they want less land for money, negotiate at the market price at the time. When it comes to a Balchov, they're entitled to bail on it. If they want to negotiate, or they want a little bit less, a little bit more, negotiate at the market price at the time. When it comes to a Nezek, and he's entitled to Idit, the same thing. It doesn't, Rabbi doesn't like it. But we've got the Stira. On the one place, the Torah says, we may tav karmo, or may tav sadeo yashalem, from the best of your fields or your, or your, or your vineyards. And the other place, it says, kesef yashim, give money. So make up your mind. Is it a commodity you can pay with, or do you have to have land? So it says like this, Rabbi. It says, kol di yaivlei, mi may tav leitavlei. Whatever you're going to give him, kol di yaivlei. Right? Look at Rashi over here. There's a Rashi. So that's what Rabbi says wants to say. He says, really, you can give whatever you want, but give him the best. So if you're going to pay him even with brand, give him your best brand. Don't give him your worst brand that's full of stones, etc. Right? I don't understand, but it says, I don't say with your best brands, right? It says metav sadehu, your best fields. So that doesn't seem to make sense. Look, says you're right. In the kiatra, Papa Rav Huna Beraid Rav Yeshua Mibeirav, when they came from the Midrash of Rav, they explained like this. Parshur, what did they explain? Call mili metavu. Everything really you can give them whatever you want, but the best. The ilom is daben right because if it's movable, it's called mili, meaning anything. The metal is rush, anything that you could that, that's movable, that's not fixed. You go right, Komili, by definition is Meitavu is the best. Why? Tilom is Dabin Hachid, he hasn't got a buyer here in this place. Mizdabin Matachid, he can go somewhere else and find a buyer there. Other than the Barmi Ara, other than land, why? Because you can't slip your land, you can't pack your land and put it on your back and go to another town. Right? Delatively, Mi Meitav, Kihechi Dirik Potalezvina. He says, when it comes to land, right, anything, whatever movables you give him are called the best. That's called metav. Because there's always a market somewhere. 
So if you're going to give him a book, he might not find a market in this place. We'll go somewhere, sell in the book. Well, sell on Amazon. But when it comes to land, land, you, there isn't such a thing. So therefore, land, you've got to give him the best of your land. What's the idea of giving him the best of your land? That it's easily sellable. That there's a big demand and guys will jump in it to buy it. If he wants to convert it into cash, he can do it very quickly. And that's how he explains it. So he says, really, Kesef Yashiv, when you, if you're paying him with money, you can give whatever you want. Any commodity that he'll take, because there's always going to be a market. When it comes to land, Dafka, that's why land is unique. Land's in Metav, but land you've got to sell over here. How are we doing in time? Let's get just quickly push up a little bit. Everybody with me on that? It was clear, okay? Everybody good? All right. Okay, Bob, in there, Shmuel Bar Abba, me, Akronitim Rabbi Abba. He asked, Shmuel Bar Abba, also, Rabbi Abba Kasha. He says, Keshehen Shami. Right? When they are praising the land, so is it a subjective appraisal? They actually take this guy's land and, 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 and work out in his land what is Idit, what is Zibrit, what is Bainit, and what it's all worth. Or is there an objective definition of what Bainonit, Idit, and Zibrit is? Because do we know that the average land that's Bainonit has a yield of, I don't know, a thousand tons uh, per acre? Or a hundred tons of dunam of land. And that's called Bainonit. Now anything that's 50% more than that is Idit. Anything 50% less than that is Ziburit. Is that an objective message, uh, measure or is it a subjective? So it says, Alibid Rabbi Shmuel Loti Bailach. According to Rabbi Shmuel, we don't have to ask that Kasha. Why? Because Rabbi Shmuel already said that we always go after the Nizak. So Pashat to Rabbi Shmuel that we go ask subjectively after the guy who was damaged. Kiti Bailach, the Kasha already here is Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva said, I'm a mazik shamina. So now he says, we go after the mazik. So the question is, so now, but the mazik shamina mai. Right? So what does it mean, meitav sadehu? When he says, we go after meitav sadehu, we're looking at the mazik. So is the mazik the our mazik? Or is the mazik the objective mazik? So Amr Rahman says, Amr Rahman limutai de nizak, or Dilma limutai de almanami. So when Rabbi Akiva says that it's coming to exclude the Nizak as opposed to the Nizak, is it also not the rest of the world? We don't care the world. Is it only the guy, the, the, the guy himself? So whoever's talking, the Torah said, his field. What are you talking about? How can it be? The Torah says, his field. Where's your question? It's partial that it is, not the whole world. Okay, I think that's the place to stop. Let's stop over there. We'll carry on tomorrow. The rest. Good place to